June 24th, 2021, the day the One Scene Unity Comp Volume 2 releases. I'm so excited that we're finally here. I hope by the time that all of you are listening to this podcast that you have already listened to the compilation front to back a million times. It's seriously such a great feeling to know that it's finally out. You can go pre-order the record at multiple different places. If you go to from within to get the record, you can get a green vinyl or green with black splatter. If you go to days, they have a half green and half black. If you go to triple B, they have the green and black swirl and shout out to the international family nuclear family they have a glow-in-the-dark version so do yourself a favor support this compilation just like you did the first one it's seriously such an amazing thing and i'm so happy that the day is finally here i feel like i've been talking about it for so long and it's just such a great feeling to know that it's finally out for everybody to support you can go pre-order them and just to make sure uh, that you know it's a pre-order it's not going to come next week it's going to come a little later down the road so just be patient with from within records you pre-order the record and you'll definitely get your copy so wherever you choose to pick yours up from from within days triple b or nuclear family uh, it's just awesome that you're wanting to support it's such a great compilation and i've listened to it so many times since it dropped and i'm once again having trouble trying to figure out which is my favorite track because i'm like super stoked on the struck nerve track i'm really happy to hear some new outnumbered material shout out oxnard i'm you know loving new burning strong one-on-one oh god it's just i I can't decide year of the knife uh, payback my one of my favorite bands point of contact it's just seriously such a great compilation and i'm very proud of what from within records was able to put together and it's just i feel just like t- today is just a celebration and i'm so happy that it, it's seriously out like i'm just seriously so stoked and i'm i'm hoping all of you are enjoying it as much as i am so please support from within records because they support us on today's episode i really wanted to talk to carter holmes the man behind from within records He's a good friend and always down to do the podcast. So I reached out and he was down to do it. And it was just a pleasure to be able to pick his brain about the second compilation, talk about some of the newer projects that he's working on. If you haven't listened to his newer band off the tracks, please go check them out as well. While you're uh, doing your part in supporting the compilation, uh, go listen to off the tracks, awesome new band. And it was just such a great pleasure of mine to be able to talk to Carter again. He's an awesome dude. I respect everything that he does, the label, the music. It's just real hardcore. And I'm happy that I'm able to call him a friend. He's he's a great dude. And I seriously respect his vision and feel honored that I'm able to talk to him about what he's doing with the comp and the label. So strap in, enjoy this conversation. And without further ado, welcome Carter Holmes to the show.
right, and we're live. Welcome back to the podcast, Carter. How's it going? Good. How are you, bro? Dude, this is uh, awesome. I, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm just really stoked to finally be able to have you back on the podcast. Yeah, this is way better over Zoom, I'll be honest. I, I don't know. It feels a little more uh, natural, I guess. Yeah, like uh, talking over the phone is fine. I'm obviously when I don't have to be on camera, I'm a, a little more, uh, you know, relaxed and uh, I don't have to be as presentable. But yeah, I, I do like being able to have a visual. So yeah, the, being on camera is uh, definitely a, a better feel in my opinion. Agree. So leading up to, to this podcast, I, I, I always knew that I wanted to have you on. Obviously, I, I had you on last year when uh, the Once in Unity Con Volume 1 dropped, and I, I knew for a fact that I, I wanted to have you back on for the lead-up to Volume 2, so I, I'm, I'm just really stoked that you were uh, down to make it work. Hi, bro. I'm always down. So I, I'm just curious about your mindset, because uh, the first one came together really well. Uh, in my opinion, it was uh, you know pretty successful. Uh, did you want to make a, a quick return and uh, you know do it again the following year or were you ever hesitant to maybe make it like you know biannual or did you always know like all right cool one was successful like let's return next year and keep it going uh so for this one i definitely so i'll just say like and i've said this before the first one did way better than i ever could have possibly imagined it would you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i i wanted to come back definitely a year so i wanted to i would like to do it every summer i don't know how reasonable that'll be long term mm -hmm. you know but i don't plan on stopping these anytime soon but maybe it'll be like i take a a year off or i don't do one every summer and then i do one around like fya and then maybe one comes back the following summer but i definitely know knew that i wanted to do one again um a year later especially because i figured by then covid had to be like I figured shows would be back by then, so mm -hmm. which they are, you know, even though it's still a little weird, I guess, some places. But yeah, I definitely wanted to do volume two just to keep momentum going on it. Yeah, and I was looking at the the release dates, and yeah, volume two is coming in uh, like you know just under a year from the first one. So I, I was mm -hmm. really happy and stoked that it was able to come together because obviously I, I was such a fan of the first comp. Uh, I felt like you know every band on there killed it, and even listening to the second one, I was like, damn, it, like you guys did it again. Yeah, like I said, um, the the first one was way bigger than i like the first one put from within like on the map quote unquote however you want to call it like um my friends and like people i want to say in the northeast like knew what from within records was but i feel like that made like the whole entire like scene you know all over pay attention to yeah. what i was doing and everyone you know really liked the the whole idea behind the comp which you know was the whole point so yeah i'm very I'm glad with how the first one turned out and you know that one I don't want to say pressure because it's hardcore music so I don't really care at the end of the day you know you just have fun but I wanted to make the second one you know live up to the first one because the first one was un like I to me personally I knew it was going to be good because I like those songs mm -hmm. but I didn't know how others were going to receive the bands that I put on you know and I didn't care I, you know that's why I figured there's something for everyone on there so I just tried to live up to that the best I could with volume two so and the reception so far is pretty good since there was an early um, listening on the Mark for Life podcast on mm -hmm. Tuesday. So, so far, everything seems pretty sick. 
Yeah, I, I, I think that was a, a really cool thing that uh, you guys did team up with Mark for Life to uh, preview the comp early and just get people more excited for it. Yeah, that was the main thing. And I was a little weird about it at first. I was like, oh, I don't know if, you know, I should do it early or not. But there's a lot of people who still won't listen because it's a podcast, mm-hmm. which is dumb. But, you know, that's one thing. And the other thing, Mark for Life has like a similar goal i would say is to the comp does you know i'm just like trying to introduce people to bands that they maybe haven't heard about you know not even like due to laziness you know but people you know we got jobs people have families and kids you know you can't check out every single band every single day so you can just turn something like that on and listen to it for an hour and find like five new bands you know that's awesome so yeah, no, I, I I totally agree. There's uh, there's even been times where like a local band will like you know just kind of miss my radar due to whatever reasons, and then I you know stumble upon them and trip out like holy shit, this band's been active for like two years and they're like down the street from me. Like how have I not heard of them before? So I I do um you know I, I appreciate stuff like uh, Mark for Life who's out there trying to push that narrative and just try to introduce newer bands that you know, people might not be familiar with. I, I think that's really important because obviously uh, certain bands will rise to the top, get certain attention and um, like people will be able to find them easier. Uh, but for uh, you know outlets like Mark for Life who are pushing and just trying to prop up you know every other band, I, I think that's great. No, no, I agree. I, I love what they're doing with it. Okay. Uh, one thing I was curious about was, uh, you know, uh, it was a couple of weeks now at this point, the, the unity barbecue, you guys had the uh, CD version of volume two for sale. Was that always the, the plan? Did you just like press like a, a certain amount or did you do the whole run and just bring some to the unity barbecue? No. So I only made 50 CDs and I just wanted to be like a special thing for that. Like, Hey, if you buy, if you buy this, you can listen to the songs two weeks early before anyone else could, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just made 50 because, um, yeah, last time I originally just did CDs. And then everyone was like, oh, no, you got to do a record for this. Like, it, it'll sell, blah, blah, blah. And I think I've talked about this term before, but, like, when I first started this, the thought of, like, buying records or pr- pressing a record was, like, scary. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I've never done it before. And it's like, oh, this is thousands of dollars. You know, if it fails, you don't get your money back. That's just it. So, and you know so i don't know i just was overthinking it now that i've done them it's like you can do a record for a lot of releases and not really have to worry so yeah for um, sure yeah i did the cds just for that um i had about 10 left over i sold online after but yeah i just wanted to give people the opportunity who were there um at the show and it was the one scene unity barbecue so it like ties in with the comp and there was a bunch of bands that were on the first comp playing so it just made sense to me to do it that way and I, I am curious, I actually uh, was wondering, will you repress those CDs or was that it? No, because I made, uh, so I made a thousand records for volume two. Mm-hmm. So I went really hard. So I probably won't do any more CDs just because I want to push the records. But uh, yeah, I mean, I like CDs. I think CDs are underrated, honestly. They look sick. Um, you actually can play them in your car. Like they're cheap to make you can sell them for cheap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know. There's nothing well would beat like a record. You know what I mean? Like having your band on vinyl is like just a, a cool feeling. Collecting records is cool. I collect records, but 
I mean, to be honest, I don't listen to my records even once a week normally. Like when I get a new record in, I'll listen to it. And then I literally might not touch it ever again because I have Spotify and stuff. But mm-hmm. I, you know, the people who collect records love them. So I see the point. Um, yeah, CDs are sick. They need to, they need to make a little bit bigger of a comeback to me personally. Dude. You got to come over to the K-pop world uh, for people, uh, you know, listening. Carter and I are, are on camera, but see uh, above me, these are all like K-pop albums, like all CDs, and you know, that's like it's like part of my collection. So it's not even like all my yeah. collection, but I yeah, I like unintentionally have like a, a ton of CDs, which I never even imagined that I would collect as many. But um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting format because yeah, I felt like CDs were like you know obviously popular at one point, but then kind of got skipped over because of like you know napster happened and then mp3s and of the digital world but then it became like super cool to kind of like you know retro collect like these older formats like uh vinyl and cassette tapes and cds are just kind of there yeah it it i don't know it's very strange to me like how that works because like you just said people want like cassette tapes and vinyl which are both cool you know tapes are like a cornerstone of hardcore music you know what i mean you have a demo, you put it on a cassette tape, which is awesome. But yeah. it's crazy to me how many people like just don't care about CDs. I don't know. Because like I said, you can actually play it in your car. It's more practical than a record for just listening purposes. So you think they'd be bigger, but they're just not for whatever reason. Yeah. But I figure they'll obviously just like every other format, they'll, there's a certain market for it. Because I, I do know some people who are like hardcore CD collectors, not like oh, the, yeah. not the genre, but I'm talking about like yeah. really intense CD collectors. They have like, you know, crazy like rap collections for their CDs. So, oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Uh, one thing I am curious about is how long did it take you to plan volume two? Because I, I hear all this uh, chatter about, uh, you know, the, the vinyl plants being backed up. I can't. Um, you know, announce this record because it, it won't get pressed for like eight months. So, like, we're, we're you know kind of pissed about that. Like, how long did you have to you know kind of uh, rally all the bands to you know get their tracks recorded and sent over so you could send those out? Because the the original comp you know came out August twenty twenty, and here mm-hmm. we are you know July twenty twenty one. That's not even a full year. So, I'm just so curious how you're able to you know get that all together so fast. Um, I hit up the bands. I want to say I was literally hitting up bands. I think the week after the first one came out. Okay. Not all of them, of course, of course, but just some, you know, a few that I had in mind. But yeah, the record for people who don't know the the vinyl industry right now is like drowning. Not like it's gonna go anywhere, but they're so backed up. And I think when I post records, people, I don't know what people think, but like. It, it's it's like an eight month eight month turnaround right now for a record so i think people think i'm just like taking their money and not shipping stuff out for six months on purpose but the big thing is is the pressing print the pressing plants will tell me one thing mm-hmm. and then when i like hey can i have an update on these they're like oh they're pushed back three months so like the comp volume two which i was supposed to have in october i will not get till december now and they come out Saturday. So that's a literal six month wait almost, mm-hmm. which is annoying, but you know, um, there's nothing I can do. The payback record's getting pushed back. It was supposed to come out in August and they pushed it back even further. So we're just not even going to release it for a few more months, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, I had heard about that. Um, I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but since you, you mentioned it, that, that is a bummer. Cause I was so excited when I saw the Instagram post like August 6th or 26th, um, 
And I was just like, hell yeah, yep. like this is like you know way sooner than I had imagined. But then when I heard it got pushed back, and I was like, uh, that's a bummer, but uh, it, it's okay. Like maybe it's for the best. Yeah, I think it'll it'll have a little bit more time to shine on its own because the comp is only like a few weeks before that. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to make people wait that long. So we'll probably move it to like the end of September, uh, middle of October. So not super long, but just like a little bit of buffer in there. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like I said, it's just so long and I feel bad for people and people like will email me and they'll be like, where's this record? Blah, blah, blah. And I post online about stuff. I don't, I guess people don't read or something. I don't know, but people are always pissed off about them. So I'm just going to wait and see what, you know, what happens. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. When I used to work at a, this merch company, it, it was, this is so bad. Uh, we used to unplug the, cause we had like a customer service landline. And we would just unplug it because we're just like, there's nobody, first of all, nobody wants to take these calls because it's like the, the dumbest people calling like, oh, um, uh, where's my tracking? And we're always like, did you check your email? And then that's where they find the tracking in their email. And um, we would unplug it just so we would have to deal with that side of things. But then we would get like these like angry emails about people who pre-ordered it. And it clearly says in the description, this is a pre-order item, takes a couple of weeks to get made. Uh, yep. you know and they would they would just completely gloss over that because obviously they just see the item in the store and think that it's already made but it's like no some of these things are like you know custom garments that are specially um, made to order but it's just like yeah i, I think people uh when they do pre-order the record they need to understand that it's going to take a bit and uh, you know obviously you guys have done all that you can do and and it will come just because uh you know you guys just got to wait till the records get made and get shipped out so i, I hope people are a little more understanding this time around yeah, and I was, it's just such a bet because I feel like I'm at like the stage now with the label that I can actually start pushing out records like frequently, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just the worst time to order a record maybe ever. I was told that the, the pressing plans won't be back to normal until 2023. Jeez. So this is going to be a hot minute and it makes it hard because I don't know, you bands record music right they have all these shows they have like these fest playing you know lined up they don't have any records you don't know if you should put the music out because by the time you get the records it literally might be eight months from when you put the music out Mm -hmm. so it's like how can you plan a release show after out of that so if you don't do that you just got to record the music and then sit on it for four or five months and just play old songs or play new songs that no one knows you know what i mean so it's just not good for anyone in the hardcore scene right now when it comes to getting a record pressed. It's just, yeah, it's going to be rough for a little while longer. But And, you know, I've asked every person that I've talked to about this, but like how like how profitable is a like a record plant because like, i'm always curious like okay like because anybody that i've talked to they're like yeah there's there's only like two plants in the whole world and you think two for the entire world and you think about like how many like different artists across all of music like you know get vinyl i i'm really surprised that there aren't more record plants yeah so i was actually talking to someone about this recently so there's like smaller pressing plants that are like I don't know, locally owned type stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the the two big ones are in the Czech Republic from what I know. And it's basically, so you got Pirate Press and A to Z Media are like the big ones. Mm -hmm. And from what I told, they're both go to the same pressing plant. So two companies go into the same place and these are like the two biggest in the world. So if someone, and I mean, I'm, I'm an idiot, I don't know for sure, but if someone could open up a pressing plant in the United States like a big one, I imagine you would be a jazillionaire 
because yeah. everything coming from overseas, which takes longer, like if it was all just like locally sourced in the United States, or at least the production, I just imagine you make so much money. But and I forgot exactly what, what, I, what was told, but apparently the equipment that you use to press records is like hard to come by and it's not cheap. So just no one's done it. But there's got to be someone out there who likes music that has money to blow. Yeah. yeah you think would set something up not even just for right now they make money but in general like people would use them you know what i mean so i don't i don't really i don't know why that is i don't know 100 why that's the case but yeah there's like two big ones in the world and ma mainly one big one so it doesn't i don't know it's weird yeah it, it is strange maybe they have a stranglehold maybe they're they have like some secret mafia that won't let anybody else open up another they record gotta have they gotta have something because i've asked that so many times i'm like how are how is this the only place that we can get records made yeah i don't i even and i've even asked some like smaller like record pressing uh businesses and stuff like that you know like what their turnaround times are mm -hmm. and they're all seven and a half eight months right now Jeez. so it's just a worldwide thing um, due to covid you know mm -hmm. like from what i know about the the big pressing plant they're like all like the people I know that run labels go through um, when COVID hit, you know, they had to go down to either they closed for a little bit or they can only have a certain amount of workers and it just got so backed up and, you know, they're not going to stop taking orders. So yeah. it just keeps coming in and it's just, that's why it's backed up beyond belief right now. Yeah. That's yeah. Such an interesting problem that I, I'm always curious about because before I, I never really cared because I didn't, I didn't really talk to too many people that dealt with that kind of stuff, but then, as like you know this podcast kept moving along the more people that i talked to and i got kind of got like uh just to hear about a little more about the behind the scenes it just is like a really interesting thing for me like when i think about it like it's just kind of insane yeah so i've been using pirate press because they're a little bit faster right now but a to z it literally like the last record i was trying to see about ordering it was like a year until i would get it literally it was 11 months mm -hmm. and I was like, there's no way that's pointless. Okay. So, so you go to A to Z and you ask about a record and they say turnaround time is 11 months. And, mm -hmm. and if you don't take that window at that time, is there a chance it could get shorter, like a, a quicker turnaround time, or is it just going to keep extending? No, I would say if anything, it would just get longer. Okay. And that, that record that you um you know um went to go ask about, have you submitted for it or are you just still waiting? No, it's still in limbo because we I just no one knows what's going on right mm -hmm. now. So it's just it's painful. So if anyone's listening to this, they buys record from me. I'm not scamming you or anything weird like that. It just it's uh it's a awful time to be into buying records and making mm -hmm. records right now. So. Yeah, no, that, that that's fair that you say that. And honestly, I I, I don't think you have that reputation. I, I've never heard anybody say anything like that negative. So yeah, yeah, no, I don't either. But you know how people are; they're impatient, which I get. I mean, yeah, who wants to buy something that they have to wait possibly six or seven months to get? You know what I mean? So I get it. Yeah, but sometimes I like I I just ordered some uh, stuff uh, from overseas, and it's like oh, uh, you know, delivery date, and it's like a like a month window, right? It's like somewhere between like you know, you know the later half of August or early September, and I'm like, all right, cool. Like my money's already spent. It'll, it'll show up whenever it gets here. It'll be like a nice surprise because I'll probably forget about it anyways. Yeah, and like the Warren Records was like, 
I ordered them at the beginning of like the huge backup. Mm-hmm. So those originally were only supposed to take four months and they ended up taking seven. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just, it's rough, but it'll get better eventually. I'm curious, uh, you know, shout out to Warren because I felt that record went over like super well and I'm so happy for those guys. Um, you know, yeah. everybody in that band is awesome and I think uh, they deserve the attention that they've gotten and are getting. But I, I am curious, like, how did they get on your radar? Um, so I had heard, like, I actually never, I never seen them ever until the barbecue. Okay. Which is weird. As many like PA shows as I've been to, I just never, I never saw them. Um, but so Bob, cause I knew who they were and my friend Bob was like, Hey, Warren's doing a record. You should hit them up, send it to you. And I was like, Oh yeah, they're sick. I'll, you know, do that and check it out. So they sent it to me and I was like, dude, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like this is perfect. And I hit them up and they were down to do it. So yeah. Yeah, that's great. And I, I, I just love, um, obviously, you know, Bob Wilson, great dude. So I, I'm just glad that uh, you, you guys were all just able to connect and make it work. Cause yeah, just seeing the success of that record. And uh, like I said, I, I'm just so proud of those guys and uh, that attention on human work and even people still talking about it to this day. I, I think it's just so cool. So I, I was really happy that you guys linked up and were able to have that um, relationship. Yeah. I, I want to give a shout out to Warren actually. Um, they're sick. They're awesome guys. Um, they care about hardcore. The coolest thing I will say about them is they put like a lot of extra effort into the record. Like they made business cards, um, to put in with every record, which is cool. Just, you know, saying where you contact the band and it just says worn human work out now from within records. Um, they made a zine, um, just talking about like the lyrics and how the band started and stuff like that. They made posters and stuff. So they just went a little bit above and beyond. I feel like what your typical hardcore band would do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the record cover and the colors they picked out, I just feel like it just all looks amazing, honestly. Yeah, no, I, I think it's awesome. I, I just like, you know, paying attention to all those details and even just giving just like the little extra stuff. It, it always makes it like that much more cool because even like when I order something, I, I'll get like a little, um, you know, insert for a, like an advertisement or a sticker or just something that I didn't expect. I, I always I think it makes it a little more special. Yeah. And I will say we are going to do a second pressing of the record. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a little bit up in the air because with everything going on. So we're just trying to figure out the right time to order. Um, that's another big thing is when you order these records, you have to put down a 75% deposit. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard sometimes, especially like right now when I have like three records I'm trying to pay for. It's very hard to pay for all those, but then you can't post the pre-orders to get the money for them for possibly three to four months. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a lot. Of, it's a juggling act right now, trying to figure out everything. So. And since uh, and now I I, I want to ask, uh, do you have like a team helping you with all this, or are you still just doing everything by yourself? No, I do everything by myself. I mean, um, my friend Bob, um, Lennon, who did Plead Your Case, and Andrew Accordingly, who played in uh, who plays in Payback. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like who I go to if I have like an idea or I just like, Hey, do you guys think this would be cool? Blah, blah, blah. What should I do for this? But as far as like paying for everything, packaging the records, all that, I do everything by myself. So. Damn. That's you know, a lot. Team, um, when it comes to that stuff. For sure. That's a lot of work for one person. So I, I hope everybody, you know, appreciates and is a little more patient with you. Cause yeah, that is a lot of work for one person to do. 
Yeah, um, it's it's not a bad thing because, but I hate shipping out records. Mm-hmm. It's so time consuming, and there's worse problems to have because that means people are buying my records, which I love. So you yeah. know, thank everyone who does that. But like to ship out the Warren records was like two, two eight or nine hour days back to back, and that's just steady ship like yeah. packaging shipping, packaging shipping. You show up to the post office with a mountain of records and they're all pissed off looking at you like you're crazy. Um, but I mean, it's worth it. You know, I love doing the label and just giving back into hardcore in some way. So, but I wish I could hire an army to help me do it. I won't lie, but yeah. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that dedication because, um, earlier this year you guys had, it was your two year anniversary of a label. Yeah. Uh yeah, in April, yeah. Yeah, and I and I was tripping out because it, it just feels like it's been way longer than two years, just for like the amount of work that you've done and the bands that you've put out. It it, it was like just kind of like a like a trip. I'm thinking about it. it's only been two years, but it just feels like you guys have just kind of always been there. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Like the fact that I want to say it started like yeah, late 2000, 2018 or two thousand nine. I can't remember. Yeah, it's, it's not even been three years yet, so pretty. Uh, yeah, that is crazy to think about, honestly. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm happy too to to see the success and to see pe- like more and more people, uh, you know, get familiar because I, I feel like you guys obviously with the, the solid lineup that you guys have right now, and it just seems like it's just continuing to grow into like a more um, you know positive thing and like just keeps getting bigger. So I, I'm just like you know really happy to have like a a, a newer label with like solid bands and you know and it seems like you know bands are there to stay and, and super down to rep from within and grow with the label yeah and like my like i i plan on always doing the label like you know i hope down the road people will see from within as like a bridge nine or a young blood or something like that you know just like an iconic label in the hardcore like scene like the history of hardcore you know what i mean and not saying that in like uh a cool way like oh i want to be noticed for what i'm doing type mm-hmm. thing but i just like i said i really want to like hardcore is given so much to me in my life and i know that sounds weird and corny to some people but like all my best friends my vacations are planned around it you know i can go almost anywhere on earth and i can have somewhere to stay for free and just people to hang out with and i don't i really don't think there's any other community like that anywhere for the most part Mm-hmm. where it's like so intimate yet so like it's worldwide but yet it's intimate you know what i mean so i just really want to give back to hardcore as much as i can this is my way of doing that so i plan on doing it you know as long as i'm alive as weird as that sounds you know i don't plan on not doing it no no i i totally agree and if i'm being honest if from within records were to close up shop tomorrow i think you guys have um, already made your mark in history and when it comes to hardcore just based off that one comp right uh, not even counting all the other releases that you guys have done and the awesome bands that you guys have put out but i think with just that that one comp you guys have just made a serious mark and like like i feel like the name from within records is going to be spoken about for for a really long time and hopefully even after we're gone and that's also weird to say out loud no no i mean that's that's sick to hear yeah i feel like the first comp was just like the perfect storm mm-hmm. like it COVID was happening, which was unfortunate, but like people couldn't go to shows. So they were just like hungry for music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like something to give them some form of entertainment and enjoyment. Um, there hadn't been a comp 
that I can remember like that in I don't know how long, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the old the old comps like that you think of, like the kind of iconic ones are like stuff from like the 90s. So I just feel like it'd been a minute and like calling it One Scene Unity, like the name people, you know, can vibe with and stuff like that. And the selection of bands was just, like I said, I feel like it was just a perfect storm for how it all turned out. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you, you can't really like predict that kind of stuff because obviously you had a vision and you knew what you wanted, but you just never really knew how it was going to turn out. So, uh, I, I've now spoken about how like I, I have friends in hardcore who, uh, you know, they, like there's like weird parts of hardcore, right? Not everybody's kind of like under the same umbrella, even though we all listen to the same genre. There's all these sub genres, but I had yeah. a, I had a bunch of like friends uh, from different areas posting about the comp. And I was surprised. I'm like, oh shit. Like, I didn't even know that um, you guys were on their radar. And then seeing them getting excited about it, I was like, damn, this thing is reaching places that I didn't even think it would get to, but it was just like so cool to see. So I, I feel like that thing was really powerful. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, that was the whole point. Like, I don't expect everyone to like every single song on it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. If you do, that's awesome. But like, if you can find like five bands, or if you can find one band you've never in your life heard of, and you're like, damn, this is sick. Um, that's awesome. Like, like with the first one, Age of Apocalypse was like a band who I I love. You know, I love them. You know, even before I put that out, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, if people heard this band, they would be one of the biggest bands around right now, like by far. And I don't know why they never really caught on. Honestly, like Payback played with them in Long Island, and that's like one of their hometown. I guess you can call it hometown. It's close enough. And, like, the set wasn't as crazy as I thought it was going to be. And I was just like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, mm-hmm. no band sounds like this. No band can do this sound and do it right. Like, this band is just sick as fuck. So bands like that, you know, now, and I'm not saying it's completely due to me, but I feel like a lot of people got turned on to them from the comp. And, like, that video of them from the year of the knife release is insane. Yeah. It's like 600 people going ape shit to them the entire set. So... Mm-hmm. You know, it's just sick to see, you know, bands like that, you know, get the attention they deserve. hundred percent. Yeah. Cause I, I've had on a, a couple of people from up there in the Hudson Valley. And that was one band that every single person was like, yo, this is the one band from our area that you need to listen to. And I just like them. I liked them before I even heard them. Cause I just love the name of their band. I, I think it's fucking awesome. But then I heard the music and I was like, yeah, this band's fucking sick. And, and honestly, I, I do believe that they're the one band that probably benefited the most from the first comp because I feel like a lot, like seriously, I'm not even kidding. Like, I feel like there was a lot of people who just weren't aware, but then when that comp came out and they heard that song, I started seeing their names everywhere. I agree. Like the day the comp came out, literally the day, I can't tell you how many texts I got. They were just like, who the fuck is this band? Mm-hmm. People from the US, from Europe were hitting me up and they were like, dude, who is this band? Where can I find the rest of their shit at? Blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out Age of Apocalypse. That's, that's in my opinion, like top five, top three, even best bands out right now, like all around by far. Yeah. And they're just one of those bands that just has like that unique sound that not like everybody is doing and they do it so well. So it's just like, like this is a time where you got to pay attention and you got to just try to see them as much as they can and, uh, you know, support them and just give them like all the love now. Cause who knows? Uh, and I'm not trying to say anything you know negative. I hope they go on forever, but I, like, you know, you just never know when that ride's going to end. So I, this is the time, like support that band and, you know, go support them, go see them do as much as you can while they're around. Cause that band's just super sick. 
Yeah, I mean, everyone knows, anyone who's been in hardcore for a while knows how it works. You know, bands only have really, unless you're lucky, you only have so long. Mm-hmm. You know, not every band's going to be a mad ball or a string for a reason, you know, who can just play whenever. And it's insane every time, you know what I mean? So yeah. bands have their time window. And like you said, you just got to make the best of it and, you know, enjoy it, play some sick shit or whatever while you can. hundred uh, percent. Another question about the second comp. So I, I saw the, the, the CD. So I, I saw the, 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 the cover. Is that going to be the same cover for the vinyl or is it going to be different? No, that's the same one. Okay, all right, and uh, and obviously you you kept it with the MMA theme. Can you talk about um, that image? Yeah, so it's uh, you know Shogun Hua is hundred percent. Yep, so it's him. I can't. I'm gonna blank out on who he was knocking out. It wasn't Chuck Liddell, or it might have been Chuck Liddell. And he's just kicking the shit out of him, if I remember correctly. Um, but I just thought it was cool. I think he's sick. Uh, I pray basically probably for all the covers would just be pride fighters for the most part or people that were in pride. I just think are sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the USC, but I think pride is like the goat of like fighting organizations like that. Cause it was just like a lawless land. Like they wanted you to do steroids. Yeah. It was, they, wanted it was... you, they, they didn't give a shit what you did. You were people getting soccer kicked in the face, which I, you know, I understand why that's fucked up, but it's still cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, so, definitely. Yeah, Pride is just sick. You know, some of the most legendary fights ever were from Pride. So, okay, so, so now that you mentioned that, uh, and I'm a, a fan of Pride, so now I'm just like crossing my fingers and hoping uh, for a Fedor cover. I, I literally <laughs> almost, I literally almost had Fedor on this one. Okay, I'm not kidding. Uh, there was a few pictures I was going between. Um, I almost kept the theme was the, so the first one is Sakuraba mm-hmm. in his first uh, MMA fight ever, which was in Pride, and I almost put the picture, but I was like, I'm gonna run out of Sakuraba pictures one day. But I almost put Sakuraba breaking Henzo Gracie's arm as a cover for this one. I don't know if you've ever seen that, mm-hmm. but it's just a super iconic picture of him. He has Henzo uh, and a Kimura, and his arms just broken, poking through his body. And it just is one of the coolest pictures ever when it comes to fighting. So I almost did that one, but I wanted to, like I said, there's only so many cool pictures of Sakuraba. So. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, speaking of Sakuraba, I, I don't know if I've ever asked you, but he was doing this uh, uh, grappling competition uh, called Quintet. Quintet. Okay. Okay. So yeah. you're, you're, you're familiar. I, I thought that, I think that was like one of my favorite like jujitsu competitions to watch because I just love the format. Yeah. He was bringing something very different. So it was like, almost tag team based yeah um and not to bore too many people who don't do jujitsu or watching like that but yeah it was sick sakuraba is crazy because he trains jujitsu all the time and then every video he just he apparently chain smokes that's crazy he smokes like a fucking chimney from what i've been told and seen Mm -hmm. there's videos of just him after training just lighting a cigarette so he's a legend for doing that i guess as psychotic as that is i mean if you're that dedicated to smoking, I guess go for it. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Shout out to Sakuraba, but yeah, I I love that you have that theme for the covers. So um, I I really enjoy that because I'm just such a huge fan of mixed martial arts. So just seeing that um you know incorporated with something else that I love, it's just always cool to see like my uh, you know, different worlds colliding. Definitely. Yeah. The the covers will always be uh, based off that. Okay. And. Uh, at, at this point, uh, we've seen, uh, I, I feel like 
almost every artwork for every um, track on the record, um, except for uh, I wasn't sure if um, Payback has put out an official one because I, I saw like a couple and I wasn't sure if it was um, you know, actually promoting for the album coming out or if that was, you know, also for the one scene Unity Comp. Yeah, so the poster that I posted for Payback uh, was for our album. So, mm -hmm. like I said, that's getting moved back a little bit. But, yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. Um, it's – so I, I would say no, I don't consider anyone in this, this – I don't think this sounds mean because I think they would agree with me. No one in Payback is a musician. Okay. Like, we're just not. Like, we play simple, hardcore music. Like I think I'm I'm decent at drums. Okay. I'm no I'm by no means crazy. So we can't like like me and Anthony, we can't really like he can't send me a guitar riff and me write the whole song on my drum set here, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I have to be in the same room with him. So it's kinda and like he lives eighteen hours away from me, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the fact that we wrote a record is literally a miracle. Cause we are some of the dumbest human beings to ever walk the earth when it comes to making music. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with how it turned out. I think the songs are sick. So the artwork's sick. Uh, my friend Kyle Nyland did the artwork and it's awesome. So I'm excited for it. Okay. But so no artwork for the comp. Uh, wait, I'm sorry. Go ahead one more time. Uh, there's going to be no artwork for the comp for the single because, uh, you know, every band. Oh, 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 I'm so sorry. I misheard you completely. You're fine. You're fine. Um, so I posted that one first. The flyer looks really funny and really shitty. Okay. But I was just like, oh, this kind of fits the vibe. I'll just go with it. Okay. And so that clears up for payback. And I, I did see a struck nerve one yesterday, if I remember correctly. Was that floating yeah, around? Yeah, so I kind of... I kind of fucked up my days when I, cause I only had, I like to like build like the last like week. I like to post one every single day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I had to post the mark for life thing. So I had to post the mark for life thing and the struck nerve thing on the same post, mm -hmm. which looked kind of goofy, but that was the only way I could include them with it. So I don't know. I felt kind of bad about that, but people still saw it. So yeah, yeah. It's out there, but the the one band who uh, that I haven't seen yet is uh, this uh, band from California. I feel like they're pretty elusive, uh, outnumbered. Outnumbered, yeah. That one will be tomorrow. Okay, awesome. So, so yeah. there there is our okay. That's great because, uh, and I'm surprised, and I'm also happy that you got uh, you know the, the two bands from uh, the Oxnard area on the comp because uh, when, when people think of Southern California, sometimes people might not even think of Oxnard. Uh, you know, right outside of um, L.A., but they have a strong scene like the, the the kids out there are you know so dedicated. Some really awesome bands are from that scene. So for you to to tap in with um, two bands from that area, I, I think it was super awesome. No, I mean, outnumbered the band. One of the bands on the comp from there is sick as fuck. Uh, they only have a demo up on Spotify and it's from it's all the way from 2019. And from what I was told, they only played one show. COVID hit. And then they just haven't done anything. Mm -hmm. But I still wanted to ask them because I think I just think the band's sick. Um, the singer's other band, uh, Forced Order, I think that's like one of the best bands in the past in recent history overall. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's just a sick ass band. Um, so yeah, I really wanted them to be on it. I didn't even know if they were going to be it. Like they were a band still. So I was pumped when they said, "Oh yeah, we're down." So yeah. 
Yeah, that's that, that's super sick. Yeah, so for for them to get that kind of love, and also just to get new music from them, I'm like, all right, cool. So things aren't like a, a rap. Like there could still be hope because yeah, you know, bands come out and you know things happen. And who knows? And especially when bands go quiet, you're just never really sure what's going on. So I was just really stoked to see just something new from them. What is that other band? I'm trying to remember their name. They're really sick. They're from the Oxnard area. I know who you're talking about. Omega Point. Omega Point. That band is sick as fuck. And I, I've never seen, this is no disrespect to them. I've never seen anyone talk about them. Dude. I don't know why. They're sick. Uh, I had the drummer because the, the drummer I actually went to I'm um, like middle school and high school with him. Shout out Stu, uh, but yeah, th they're super sick. Uh, they, they definitely get a lot of love w when they play out here. I yeah, the last time I saw them was in Orange County. Um, yeah, but I, I think it's just one of those things. They're they're just not like super active. I'll I'll, I'll reach out to Stu afterwards and s figure out if there's anything new going on. But yeah, the, the, that band's super sick too. Yeah, that's just, that's an awesome band. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. That, that was my question about the artwork. I, I'm glad we're actually going to get, uh, you know, that outnumbered artwork. So then they'll uh, complete the whole track list. And also looking at, at the track list, I, you went with more tracks this time, you know, 15 for the first one, 18 for the second. Uh, I was curious about that because it, it's a lot of tracks, but still, uh, you know, easy to listen to. And um, I, I think front to back, like there's not another track or there's not a track on there that I was like, all right, I'm going to skip this. This is you know not good. I, I really like the, the the placement. Yeah. So I originally wanted it to be 15. I just feel like 15 is a pretty good number for a compilation. Mm -hmm. I think after that, like 18 is like the limit, like anything after that, it's just too many songs. You know what I mean? Like people's interest is going to be lost at some point naturally. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but then it's kind of a balancing act too because what I learned with the first one is a lot of bands are going to drop. Oh, something's going to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, bands break like bands break like the last one. I think three brand bands broke up with their songs already recorded. Oh wow! So and then there's like oh we're not on it. So I was just kind of thinking like oh well, I asked these eighteen bands. I bet one of them will drop. And then I think one band dropped. One or two bands dropped, and then I added one more, and then it just ended up being eighteen. I was like, you know what? For this, for this, I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. um, eight, there will never be more than eighteen. I'd say fifteen to eighteen is a, is a sweet spot for what I'm trying to do. So, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I, I think that that's a solid uh, number, and it, it's not too many. But then also um, for like the the genre, like the songs aren't like super long, so it's not like we're you know listening to like two hours worth of music. Yeah, I think it comes in at thirty nine minutes. Mm -hmm. So, okay. yeah. And I, I am curious uh, for, for the bands that dropped from the first one, are you able to talk about who they were or should we just leave it alone? No, I'll just leave it because some of the stuff, some of the reasons that they dropped was because people were quote unquote canceled and stuff like that. Oh, uh, okay. No, yeah, shit just happened. So I was like, all right, I mean, it is what it is, you know. 100%. I, 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 I totally get that. Uh, I'm still waiting for the day that they come for me. So. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. There's no. I, I'd be surprised. There's nothing crazy out there. You're gonna see some. Uh, yeah. When I think, how can they cancel me? I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I always uh, present myself uh, the same way to everybody, right? Just, yeah. just it's just me. I, I'm not like you know some weirdo or some psycho behind the scenes when I'm not talking to people doing the podcast. So like literally, the way we talk is like the way I talk to everybody in real life. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so um, shit happens, but um, I'm seriously 
so stoked that like yeah we're, we're just uh, you know the, the comps right around the corner and uh as far as like the the, the drop uh pre-orders go live uh can you talk about uh, will there be different variants again just like last time yeah yeah so i went a little bit we went a little crazy with this one just because in like with the whole one scene unity vibe there's gonna be a couple people that have like an exclusive color mm-hmm. so i'm gonna have two colors like last time triple b will have a color nice um days will have a color hell yeah and then nuclear family um this uh, uh label in europe okay they're gonna have a, a glow in the dark variant so oh that's so people, awesome yeah people can support and, you know people that want all of them you just get them from everyone and everyone's you know gets supported so mm-hmm. but i thought that was like i personally don't like this is just me personally i don't like a record coming out on multiple labels for a single band. You know what I mean? Okay. Like some bands will come out and this is no offense to them. You know, that's your thing. I don't give a shit, but just for my personal taste, I don't want to see a band's LP be released on four different labels. Like, but for the one, for the unity comp, that's like the whole point. It's like, you know, it's unity. So I thought it made sense for that. So. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I totally get that. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I get confused and I, yeah, I, I feel like it's confusing and like a record, it sounds corny too, but a record label is like a family in a way, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're putting out your like good friends label. I mean, your good friends record on your label. And I just feel like that's kind of been lost in a way. And I, I like want to not bring that back. Cause I'm saying it's like completely gone, but like, when bands put something out, I just want to be like, hey, I, I just want this to come out from within. You know, mm-hmm. you guys aren't cool with that. That's perfectly fine. No offense. Take none, none taken whatsoever. But I don't know. I just think that's what is cool about a label in hardcore. You know what I mean? Like a band represents the fuck out of that label who put that record out. That's like their boys or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I just want to see you guys grow and just become like more of a staple in hardcore. And I, and, and this is obviously not a diss to any of the other labels, but I don't like some labels. Uh, I, I feel like are stepping stones for bands to get to bigger labels, you know, which, yeah. is, which is no secret. And that's something that I don't want you guys to become. I, I want to see you guys, you know, build these relationships and, and not like lock bands into contracts, but I just want like, you know, to, to have these like real genuine relationships, be able to grow and see you guys just kind of, you know, just take over together. Yeah, no, I agree. And I feel like I was getting caught in that for a minute. And I don't know. My big thing is like for a label like my size, because I take on less records than like another like label, like a bigger label, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I can, I feel like I can put in more time into your band. You know what I mean? True. Like I can focus on it more. I can do more with it. And like I said, this is no offense to any other label, but some labels, they, can put so much shit out that it's like Thursday, this is coming out Saturday. This record's coming out Tuesday. This record's coming out. And I feel like you just get lost in the shuffle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, 100%. And, and it's, it's hard. Uh, and, and honestly, it probably isn't even on purpose for like the labels, but sometimes it's just hard to steer this ship where there's so many bands on this label. Not everybody's going to get the same love, which is totally fair. Not everybody you know needs the same love, but sometimes bands can feel like they're getting the shit end of the stick and not getting proper support. And that could change the whole course of the band's career. So I, 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 
I appreciate what you guys are doing and just, you know, uh, you know, obviously, uh, being able to promote the record label on the podcast every week and just seeing the growth. I, I just love it. And I just want to see it continue and just to grow even more solid. Yeah. And like, I'll never do the contract bullshit thing. Like if a band wants to go to another label and I love the band, you know, no hard feelings. If they think that's what's best for them, that's awesome. Um, but I feel like, I'm like to the point now where I can kind of start giving bands that I'm doing records for a little bit of money for stuff. Like mm. maybe I can throw a little bit mon- more, more money for recording or like art. And like I said, like the biggest selling point I would have for myself for like from within is like, like I said, because I'm not putting out five records a month, like I'm going to put as much time as I possibly can into the band and making sure the release is sick and like everything that both of us want. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, just keeping it. Yeah, just keeping it real, keeping it actual, like real hardcore. I, I, I love that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, uh, and w- the the whole record will be up for streaming. Uh, you know, midnight. Um, whatever, whatever time, midnight, whatever time zone you're in on the twenty fourth. Okay, awesome. That's gonna be super awesome. And I'm definitely looking forward to being able to, uh, you know, stream everything again. And um, obviously, you playing Payback uh, was it important for you guys to, to to be on this comp and to be the first track to kind of set the t- uh, set the tone? Um, so it's a little weird because I don't, well, I didn't want one of my own bands on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just feel like, I mean, I love Payback. You know, I'm I'm, I'm happy with the music we put out and like the responses we get and shit like that. But I just don't want to take, I don't know, it comes off like conceited almost to me in a way, which I know it's not, everyone tells me like, oh, you're a dumbass that doesn't come off that way. But that's just kind of how I felt about it. But when I heard the song or when we wrote the song and it's called The One Scene Part Two, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I really can't think of anything, a better way to open up the One Scene Unity compilation with, you know what I mean? In a perfect world, if it was planned out better and we were smarter, we could have had the one scene on volume one, but I can't remember when I, I think we wrote it before. I can't remember what we either wrote it way before or didn't even think about it. I can't remember which one mm-hmm. it's a boring. but yeah, when we wrote that song and Keith showed me the lyrics and I was like, okay, this just needs to be the first track. Like, I feel like it just sets the tone for everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I think it's great just to, uh, and honestly, yeah, like the 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 timing is great too, because obviously you think about where at this point now, where uh, shows are happening regularly, and just for the, the comp to be back as well, and to yeah, just to have that open up uh, for the, the entire compilation, I, I think it was like yeah, just a really smart thing. Yeah. Okay. And I, I was really um, you know interested in some of the international bands that you got on the comp. Uh, how did you even come across a band like Striker? So Striker, I saw when they, so I put the, I put their demo out, right? Mm-hmm. But I put it out a day after it came out. So I forgot where I even saw it out online, but I was like, oh, this artwork looks sick and the name is cool. I need to check this out. So I listened to it and I was immediately like, okay, I need to put this out as a tape. Like this shit is awesome. Um, and the guy who, I might be pronouncing it wrong, but have you ever heard of El Guapo TV? Yes. on youtube yeah so the singer runs that oh okay interesting yeah. I, I, so I feel know like that. anyone who's been in hardcore for a minute like he's got if you never heard of that channel on youtube he's got an archive of like every demo 
of every subgenre and hardcore you could ever think of. Mm-hmm. Like it goes on for days. Um, and I just hit him up. I was like, yo, I, I want to put this out. I, I think this is awesome. And he was down. Um, same thing with the CD I just put out for them where they did like a little EP. And then the other, one of the other international bands is Raw Brigade. Mm-hmm. Who I saw them at This Is Hardcore. I want to say it was 2018, I think, maybe 2019. I never heard of them before, but I just watched them and they were insane, like crazy energy, people going nuts. So there's them. And the last one is Cruelty from Japan. Yes. I feel like a good, a good amount of people know who they are, but they're just a sick ass band. Yeah. I found out about them because I always see them tweeting and I'm like, oh, these guys are, I feel like they're pretty smart. I'm like, okay, because obviously like a lot of us here in the States are on Twitter. So for them to to kind of take advantage of that and just be active on Twitter, it eventually got in front of my eyes. I'm like, oh, the, the, this band from Japan and I, I, I love the country. I love the culture. So I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. And they have one of the coolest, the coolest tweets I've ever seen in my fucking life. I don't know who posted it, but someone fr- posted from their profile and they were like, we named our band Cruelty with a K because of the band Crutch. Yeah, I, I saw that. that. That's the sickest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So yeah, yeah. and obviously, uh, yeah, a, a Crutch, a uh, local PA band. So that's fucking awesome. Yeah, very sick that they. The fact that people, which I'm not saying it's impossible to know who Crutch is, obviously, but the fact from people in Japan liked Crutch so much that they wanted to name their band with a K mm-hmm. is just sick. Yeah, no, and also, yeah, just showing that kind of love, like, you know. Yeah, just some, I, some epic lore. Yeah. So when, when I look at bands like, uh, you know, uh, Cruelty, uh, Striker, Raw Brigade, like these international bands, I, I I would love for them to make it to the States and do more, but obviously it's, it's harder for, like, international bands to, to make it stateside and to, you know, do tours. But I, I just hope in the future at some point, uh, especially Striker, just for them to get out here and be able to do a, at least a couple shows. Yeah, I mean, I would love that. I've actually hit them up before, and they said they want to. It's just very hard because they all live in um, Argentina. So mm-hmm. it's, just like- it's just they said it's a whole process to get over here, and it's really expensive. But they said they want to. Like, that's their goal, and they plan to. Mm-hmm. They just don't know when right now, especially I have no idea what COVID's like over there, what, like, the restrictions are or leaving the country or anything like that is, you know. And now it seems like places are kind of going back to lock, not locking down, but people are like, you live in California. They brought the mask back and shit. So yeah, they, I, yeah, I don't know what's who know who the hell, no one knows any, what's going to happen anymore. So ever. Yeah. We just kind of just got, it seems like we're just figuring out as we go, but Definitely. Yeah, they did bring the mask back, but see, that's in LA County. So I'm like in the neighboring County of orange County. And yeah. um, we're still maskless out here uh, for the most part. Like some businesses still require it. Like I, I still bring my mask with me when I go to places that I know still require people to wear masks. So it, it, it like it's just kind of like in this weird standstill because even like uh, you know being so close to L.A. Like I know a, a lot of people uh, just don't want to go back to wearing masks again. And like no, I don't think a, I don't think anyone on earth is going to go back to that if they make it. It's literally not going to happen. Yeah, no, things are getting, uh, uh, you know, obviously like a, a little crazy. And obviously we know a lot more about uh, COVID than we did the first time around. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting to see things play out. But 
like they did go back, uh, you know, in LA, but it doesn't seem like they're enforcing it like crazy. Cause I know the sheriff came out and said that they weren't going to arrest people for not like, you know, complying. So it's just like, yeah, well, I think, yeah, think well, yeah, there, yeah, there, I, there's no, I can't speak for California, but for where I live, they will never lock down ever again. Mm-hmm. People, the Florida would be on fire if they tried. So, okay. oh, know, I, I don't see it happening again. Okay, is it okay to ask where you live? Because I could have sworn I thought I knew where you lived, but then it, it, I was like, maybe did he move around a couple times? Uh, where do you think? Where do you think I lived? Okay, see, I I thought you were living in Florida, but then something happened. I was like, okay, wait, did he go back to Alabama? Then somebody's like, no, Carter moved to Tennessee, and I'm just like, wait, Carter's in Tennessee? What the hell? No, so I grew up in Mobile, Alabama, um, and I live about an hour away from there now in Pensacola, Florida. Okay. Um, I did live in Nashville. I started the label when I lived in Nashville, actually. Okay. So I'd lived there for a few years and then me and my wife moved back to Pensacola and we've been here for a few years now. Okay. Inter- okay. So, yeah. all right. Yeah. See that I, I was thinking, yeah, Pensacola, but then somebody's like, no, he moved to Tennessee. So that's so funny yeah. that people are just saying stuff like that, but okay. Awesome. So you're still in Pensacola. Um, uh, fun fact, I plan on going to Pensacola September 26th. Are right, you for real? Yeah, for the the record release, hundred percent. Yes, I, I'm. Man, I'm bro, that's, that's awesome. You're literally more than welcome to stay at my house, bro. Oh, uh, okay, cool. That that was uh, so, still planning that out, but okay, we'll we'll talk about that off air. But yeah, yeah, Pensacola, September twenty sixth. Um, but okay, that, that that's cool that that you're still there. Uh, I feel like. The, the we, we covered everything on the comp but there's some other things i wanted to talk about you're you're in a newer band uh off the tracks yep how did that band come together because it uh i didn't know anything about it till you guys posted about the demo and i'm like oh this is cool and i didn't even know who was in the band but as soon as i heard it i was like oh is that bob wilson on vocals and i, I was like really surprised that you know I, he was doing a band again which i'm stoked I, i've been a fan of like you know all of his bands so i, I was just curious if you could talk about off the tracks yeah, so the band is uh, me, Bob, Lennon, and our friend Eric. And Eric is basically like an unofficial official member of Payback, if that makes sense. Okay. Like that's like our that's like the dude who rides with us to everything. He he's one of my great friends. I love him. Um, but anything Payback's doing, like if we ever went on a tour, he would probably be there. Mm-hmm. So and he like plays music. He just never played in a band before, which I think is crazy. Yeah. So we were in uh, Keith who sings for Payback. We were writing the the Payback record, and we were just kind of done for the day. And me and him had talked about writing a demo before. So I was like, "Hey, do you want to write some songs?" And we literally wrote the demo, almost the whole thing in Keith's garage. I mean, Keith's basement in just like an hour. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Dude, why have you never played in a band before? You're good as fucking guitar." He's just like, "I don't know. I just never did it." So yeah, it's just us, uh, straight edge band from, I guess we can say Philly from the north, from the northeast, whatever you want to call it. I live in Florida, but they all live in Philly. So yeah, that's awesome. And how was your guys's uh, set at the barbecue? Was was that kind of nerve wracking to uh, you know get up there and play for the first time? Um, I I mean I felt comfortable. The only bad part was payback. It, payback and all the tracks were like back to back. Okay. So I was drenched in sweat and my arms were on fire, but no, I had fun. I, I think the set went really good, especially for the first one. I looked out at one point, I swear to God, there was like 50 people moshing at the same time. So I felt like it was as good as a first set can be. 
especially because we only had the demo online, I think like two days on mm-hmm. Spotify before the barbecue. So yeah, yeah, I was happy with it. That's cool. Yeah. And for, for kids to, to tune in and, uh, you know, uh, just be into the music that much, you know, so like, you know, early on for you guys, I, I think that's, uh, that's really cool to hear about. Yeah. It was sick. Yeah. And you guys have a couple shows coming up, right? Um, so the only thing we have for off the tracks now is that big show in October that got announced. It's like age of apocalypse, pain of truth off the tracks uh who else let me see if i can find the rest of it it's a crazy show mm-hmm. um i want to play something in between that and then but you know i just live so i live so far away you know what i mean it's just kind of hard but i mean i would like to play something else but yeah the lineup is dead heat life's question age of apocalypse be all end all pain of truth end it the fight stand still and off the tracks all at the church in philly uh, Sunday, October twenty fourth. Oh, that's uh, one day after your show in uh, the uh, Wilkes Barre area. You payback's playing. Yeah. Yep. So that worked out because um, Andrew, the bass player for Payback, is getting married the day before the Wilkes Barre show. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll be in town if you guys want to play anything. And Bob was like, Oh, Dead Heat wants to play on the twenty fourth. So and it just worked out perfect. So. Yeah, that's that's wild uh, that uh, he's getting married like right before the the show. W- will he be at the show? Uh, probably not. Okay. I, I I mean, he's a maniac, but I don't think so. I don't know what his honeymoon plans are, but he'll probably be chilling with his wife. Okay. Yeah, because that's that's an amazing you know day for a, a couple to to get married. Yeah. So I, hopefully he's able to enjoy that and not have to rush things. Definitely. Okay. And uh, if if I remember correctly, what w- was payback scheduled to come out to the west coast a couple years ago during covid no we were scheduled to go to europe europe with morning okay or maybe i heard something that wasn't true i mean i would love to go i mean so realistically i don't know if payback will ever tour okay i have no idea i mean we want to so payback has three shows with cruel hand at the end of august right I, I saw that, yes. Half the band can't go. So who's going? So the guitar player, the singer, and then three fill-ins who I don't even know who they are. Okay. So I I won't say we'll never tour, but it's probably just going to be a once or twice thing. And in those two things, because we can play the Northeast like off dates whenever. I would love to go out to California, and I would love to still go to Europe with Morning and Despise. Mm-hmm. That's like my, if I had any a goal for the band, it would be to those do those two things before, you know, we quit or whatever. Payback, it's Sound and Fury. That's my dream. That'd be awesome. Yeah. We just, like I said, it's, we're all, we're all in our late 20s. The bass player, the bass player and Keith are 30 and older. You know what I mean? So mm. it just gets, someone said the other day, it made me, I never even thought about it, but someone said we're literally an old headband. And I just sat and thought about that for a minute. I was just like, holy fuck, we literally are. Like the youngest <laughs> member is me, and I'm, I just turned 27 years old. Damn. You don't really think about mm-hmm. it, but then like someone said that to me, and I was like, holy shit, that's insane. So it's just hard for us to, you know what I mean? Especially with me living 18 hours away, it's it takes some planning for us to do anything. So Yeah, but... I am, you know, happy to see that you guys are still able to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've literally only played really 
the Philly area in Tampa ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wish I could go on the cruel hand tour, but I just with school and I just got a new job. There's just, there was no way. And then Andrew, the bass player is getting married. Um, like I said, in October and then literally next weekend is my wedding. So it's just a lot of things coming up and I was like, I can't take off any extra time to do all this. So it just didn't work out. Unfortunately. Yeah. Congrats. I didn't even realize your wedding was next weekend. Yeah. So me and my wife have been legally married, um, Mm -hmm. for about two years now, maybe a little bit over, but COVID canceled the wedding twice. So twice. Yeah. Fingers crossed. This, this, uh, it happens this time. You know, I won't Mm. believe until I see it at this point, but yeah. Damn, that's seriously so sad to hear. But I'm really happy to hear that you guys were, you know, still down and able to make it work. So yeah, hopefully nothing comes up within the next week, and you guys are able to make it happen. I pray to God. Trust me. Okay, and I, I see the shirt that you're wearing. Is it? Can we talk about that band or uh, Carbonite? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know. They just they never <laughs> did anything. I, I have um, that shirt. I seriously have that shirt hanging up in my closet somewhere on, on this side. And I, I, I think about that band because I, I loved uh, what they put out. I loved that shirt. And I was hoping for more because they're supposed to be on the uh, um, you know, uh, the Unity Barbecue 2. But obviously yeah. th- that got canceled. But then I, they just you know kind of went yeah, silent. I think, I think COVID was like the main culprit, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they put the demo out. The demo is awesome. The demo is awesome. I, I thought that was going to be like one of the like bigger from within bands. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like one of the staples you say, like, I was like, I'm definitely gonna do a record for this band. Like I love the sound. Um, they obviously are like ripping off bands like buried alive and a lot of bands just can't do that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they do it perfectly. So yeah, but then co- they put out the demo then they all lived in different parts of you know the united states and then COVID happened and i think the momentum just all went downhill so i don't know if it'll never happen but i don't know if there's any plans right now for them to play a show so okay so we can still keep them under like the active tab because they haven't officially called it quits no i mean as far as i know i would love to see them play i mean like i said that demo is awesome yeah because I, I think that was just like such a cool band that, and i was just like all right cool i'm hoping uh i get to see them at some point and it's just has been quiet so I, I got my fingers crossed I'm, I'm i'm hoping for more hopefully one day okay and uh obviously the, there are i um, you know you got other bands on the label that aren't on the comp um do you have any new signings that you haven't announced yet that um, could be coming soon um, so I think people know about it by now, but the Shackle record is done. Mm-hmm. Everything's done. They're just waiting on the artwork. Now, when it will come out, we do not know due to like what we were talking about earlier with the pressing plant stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just trying to figure that out, but it is done. The songs are awesome. Um, mean this and no offense to them at all. Cause I've always loved that band, but I think it's a huge step up for them. You know, they're just a lot older than they were when they wrote the demo and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a natural maturity, even in the music. And then there's another band, a uh, straight edge band from South Florida called Moment of Truth, who's on the comp. Yeah. Just uh, sick, sick straight edge band. I mean, they're like one of the heaviest bands I've ever heard in my life. So I'm going to do a record for them. And I think that's the only thing like record wise I have coming up that isn't like out in the open right now. Mm hmm. And are, are you still like accepting submissions from bands that they want to send you demos or? Oh yeah, of course. Anyone can email me 
or hit up the Instagram literally anytime you want. So I'm always down to check out new shit. Okay, that, that that's good to know because I'm sure uh, a lot of people, um, you know, fuck with what you're doing and see the vision and probably want to be a part of that. So I'm um, hopefully anybody listening who has music that they want to send out, definitely send it to Carter. Um, now, one thing I forgot to ask was, uh, you know, obviously vinyls coming out. Um, will there be any like merch tied to it, like a shirt or a hoodie, windbreaker? So kinda, I wanted to do another one, but I kind of dropped the ball on it just because I didn't want to do like the same thing in the green color. You know what I mean? Why? That sounds cool to me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was like, I don't know if people will not give a shit about this or they'll think it's cool. Um, I still want to do a shirt. It just might, because the records aren't going to be shipped out for six months. You know what I mean? True. So my thing was like, Oh, I'll have a little bit of time to make like something I think is sick. So I do want to do a shirt and I have a really cool idea, but I just didn't get it ready in time to do it for the release Saturday. Mm -hmm. And another thing is, is I, I, I can't do graphic design. I literally can't do anything by myself. Same. So I'm very dependent on, which my friends are super helpful, but it really like relies around their schedules and what other shit they have to design at the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I totally understand. I always outsource because I, I I used to dabble in Photoshop, but I was never good at it. So I'm just like, all right, let me go just pay somebody. Let me go give some money to a friend who's way more talented than me at that. So I can, you know, give them money and then I can just get cool artwork and not have to stress on having something that looks lame. Yeah, like I said, I can't do anything like nothing. So, But I am surprised because I mean, you're, um, you know, you work uh, in computers, so you're, you know, somewhat talented with computers yeah so so i do uh i do cybersecurity. um i know about computers in that aspect mm -hmm. nothing else i can't do, i couldn't design something to save my life okay we'll just leave that to the pros all right well damn carter uh i'm so happy that volume two is uh coming out well actually when this comes out um it'll be out so shout out to everybody um who listened or who has listened to the comp if not you got to this point in the conversation go support the comp go stream it go to the from within records big cartel go pre-order it and yeah this has been super sick is there anything you'd like to say or shout out before we go uh just say shout out uh bob lennon andrew robert goodspeed burning strong you know it's everyone who helps me out with shit when i need it um i guess thanks for everyone who fucks with the label too you know 100 percent. yeah all right well seriously thank you again carter this has been awesome we'll do it again uh soon uh, maybe for volume three or for uh something else oh, we'll, we'll talk about it off air but thank you again thank you for everybody who tuned in go stream the comp go support that comp and we'll be back soon 